0: So in this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, I want to answer the question or look at the question, which is what are the key skills needed to succeed as a mortgage broker or key, key skills needed to succeed as a mortgage advisor. So as somebody who's worked as an advisor for a number of years, also worked in the property sector for a number of years, and now I've coached lots of advisors who have gone from being very beginners all the way through to incredibly successful, I was, I've been able to kind of look at the things I think I personally, from my opinion, believe advisors should have in today's world in order to be successful. I want to unpack them with you, share them with you so that you can navigate this space in more detail. So let's dive into the very first one. The first thing when it comes to a skill I think all mortgage advisors need to understand is that it is understanding the industry. Before we dive any further into the actual skills themselves, I think that probably one of the biggest lack of knowledge and the lack of of skills that I see from many advisors is that they just fundamentally do not understand the industry itself for mortgage advisors they just don't and not all of them but this is probably the biggest deficit I see and you only have to see this by looking in certain Facebook groups that where advisors ask questions and um, I know that this is something that comes up quite a lot with people I speak to is the questions that get asked sometimes I'm all for ask questions and no question (laughs) said no question is too stupid Um, but sometimes some of the questions that are asked in these kind of community groups are so crazy that you think I probably wouldn't even ask that, like basic knowledge. So you need to understand the industry. And how do you do that? Well, go and read the literature. A lot of times people don't, they they won't actually spend time looking at the industry itself. So go and look at all the information on, you know, everywhere. There's Financial Times, look at mortgage strategy, just immerse yourself. And I talk about this often in these four phases of learning, which is understand, plan, implement and refine, that most people are, are fast tracking the understand phase. They move into planning and implementation. They don't actually understand what they're doing. There's a vast majority of advisors, and I'm sure you've seen this yourself or had not, probably not yourself, because if you listen to this, you're good advisors. But there are advisors out there that that were literally cacking themselves when the industry was changing recently because they didn't really know how to deal with anything other than a two or five year fixed rate. And they'd be talking about like like this idea of like interest rates are going crazy. And they're, well, they're, they're not. They're not. They they just have been at an all-time historical low. And anyone who understands the industry, and I've, I'm lucky enough to be able to work with advisors who've been in the industry for a long time, they just weather the storm. It's just like everything else. So understanding your industry is going to give you the best foundation because if you can understand it, that's going to give you the best navigation to work from. So that is by far, in my opinion, probably the first skill thing before you go into any other skills, you need to look at that. And there are so many advisors who freak out about that. Now, let's look at key skills for success that I think you need as a mortgage advisor. There's a number of different things I think you need to have if you want to be successful as an advisor. I think there's a number of things you need to be good at. First of all, I think you need to be really good at communication skills. I think that sometimes um, I've met, and most of the advisors I will talk to and meet are really good at these things because it's like um, iron sharpens iron, and also like a magnet. So people who are drawn to me, I'm very confident and charismatic and happy to talk, which means it usually brings that type of advisor. But I have worked in with with advisors who very much feel like their job is more of an administrative job, as in that they do the, the research and the, the the advice, but they don't want to sell. That is something that is really, really important that you that you understand that that sales and communication is part of sales is vital if you want to be um, if you want to be you know successful. I used to speak to my dad a lot, who was head of training for Connells um, for, for for a number of years, and also head of training and compliance for Just Mortgage. Well, just, it wasn't just mortgages; it was of um, Heart, Mortgages Direct at the time. wasn't just mortgages then. And you know, like his response, and he'd say this to me all the time, he said. That we would bring these people in corporate, and we want to keep them fat and lazy. Meaning, we feed them leads because they don't under that way. They gain they gain the skill set of being a good advisor, as in they get understand the 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 maybe if they're good, they might understand you know the criteria. But they're not very good salespeople and very good business people, and it's why the vast majority of people who do go. To you know, like Connells or or, or Countrywide or anything like that the vast majority of them who go self-employed. Usually, end up coming back or, or leave the industry because they haven't generated the skills that they need, which is sales. So communication, absolutely vital. Another one is a, a bit very much punctuation, being not punctuation but punctuality, being on time, being somebody who does what they say they're going to do, showing and demonstrating an expertise publicly. Now the three core skills I often refer to with this is um, sales. Marketing and product knowledge. They are the probably my three things you need to be you need to work on. They are the key skills. So I've spoken about that communication, but really they're broken down into these three things. Sales, marketing, product knowledge. You want to double down in those areas. Why is that important? Product knowledge, you can be the best salesperson in the world, you can be the best marketer in the world, but if you don't know what you're talking about, and this is what we said about understanding the industry, one thing, but product knowledge, as in the actual the actual lenders, what they serve, what they do, that type of stuff is vital for success. Then you need to be able to market that. So once you know what you're talking about, you need to be able to market what you're talking about so that you can get people in. So understanding marketing, understanding... Different between you know paid advertising, um, you know content marketing, like digital marketing, they're all different things. SEO, traditional marketing, understanding marketing and how you can market your business and brand your business is a huge sk- skill set. And this is for people who want to be self-employed advisors. We're not talking about mortgage advisors who work in an employed role and, like I said, are fat and la- not not fat and lazy, but are kept fat and lazy in 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 their way of like they don't have to hunt for anything. But if you're you're a hunter, you need to look for leads. You need to learn, know that product knowledge. You need to get the skill set of your um, of, of marketing. And then you need that skill set of sales and closing. And that's one that people don't look at. And they don't like to sell. Now, I've always been somebody that... I've always worked in sales jobs. I've always been good at selling. I, funnily enough, have always said I don't like to sell. It's not actually true. I don't like crappy salespeople. Um, I'm a good salesman because I don't try to sell people things they don't want. So, And, and because I spent time learning how to... Um, really use social selling, behavioural psychology, and and selling the thing that they need. So you're just filling the gap. These are skills, though. You know, like I remember, I remember a mortgage advisor that I worked with, um, laughing at me because I used. to, This is a while ago now, but I, because I was listening to podcasts on the way to work, she, she actually called me a loser. She said, "You're an absolute loser," and I was listening to podcasts about sales skills. Who's laughing now? (laughs) But what I mean is that's the type of thing. I've you've got to obsess on that product knowledge. So product knowledge, um, marketing skills, sales skills. Those three things. If you have those three, those are foundational success skills for you. You will win. You will win. There is there is no doubt in my mind that you as an advisor cannot not win. You know, it's it's, that, that they're the core. If you don't want to do one of those, don't like selling, don't like marketing. I mean, if you don't like product knowledge, I, I would probably go do a different job. Um, but like most advisors, you know, if you don't like the marketing, don't like the selling, go and get an employed role because self-employed is not for you. I can tell you that right now. If that is the thing, it's not for you. You might think, yeah, oh, I'm entrepreneurial. I love it. People, I want to have a business. Is that what they call it? The one entrepreneur, not the entrepreneur. And it's very much that I'm entrepreneurial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is my, oh, I don't really want to do that though. Or no, don't, no, make sure you invest your time in those skills. Now, how do you improve those? We'll look at some education and training. In my opinion, education and training should be more important than the business itself. This is crazy, I know. Just hear me out. But when it comes to skills, a lot of people and, and I've never done this. I don't know why, and I, I don't know why. But I've always, I've always under. I, I think it's because I naturally just like learning stuff, um, and I'm a bit of a, I am a bit of a loser of that. Um, but education and training for me is more important than my actual clients that I do the work for. So whoever I'm working with right now, that is not as important as the education and training going in that's going to make, and and the reason why, and so what I mean with that is I prioritize that. I prioritize my learning and my education and my, and my development, my, my CPD, my continuous professional development, which you'll see where I'm going with this. I prioritize that every single day over client work and, well, like that's the reason why I don't see clients till 11 o'clock because I prioritize CPD. And the reason is, is because if you're, and, and I see advisors talk about this time, they'll go, oh, well, I, you know, I'm I'm so busy. I haven't had time. Every, the work you're doing today with that client has already been won by the work, by by work you had done previously. That's what people don't, I, I'm, people can't get their head around a lot of the time is the clients that come to you today is not because you did a good job today. It's because you did a good job three, four months ago, five months ago. So the work that you're doing today with them has already been secured, so to speak. If you are, if the stuff you're doing today for your marketing, for your learning, for education, that's the thing that's going to be filling up your bank balance in the next six months, a year, two years. 5 years, 10 years, whatever. The stuff you do today is not going to see the immediate effect, but it's going to be the thing and and it, and you can't see that that problem until it's too late. A great example of this will be that that people who prioritize CPD in their mor- in their in their mortgage business, and they, they prioritize learning about criteria, they prioritized about learning about what what different different lenders did and what was that, what what systems worked in certain ways when all things start to change. And the market tips, guess what, they're already in a great position for them to be able to actually take advantage of it. It's no different than me, I prioritize marketing. So I understood product knowledge, I was good at sales, but marketing was my final one I did, which is the one that ended up being my career. It changed everything. But I prioritized marketing when like, for a long time, year, about a year and a half, two years before it really started to bear fruit for me and I prioritized it over and over again. It transformed my life when I actually look at it long term. And everyone said I was wasting my time making videos when they should just be working with an estate agent or buying leads. But I didn't do that. Because again, education and training, you cannot take back that you become a more valuable person. And people who are good, I remember I I asked my dad, again, retired now, but he was saying to me about, um, I said to him about you know, the potential recession that's coming along the potential the recession that's coming along. And I said, you know, there's like layoffs and business. And he said to me, if you're good at your job, you have nothing to fear. That was it. Like he's been through many recessions and stuff in financial services. And he said, if you're good at your job, you have nothing to fear. If you're bad at your job, you should probably be a bit worried and that stuck with me really stuck with me because it's this idea of going we don't value the actual education side of it now i love it that you're listening to this show or watching this show there's people watching this live right now if you're watching it live right now or you're listening to this in or any way capacity you are already starting to value the education side of things but it's putting that in front of it putting that every single day little and often i spoke about it I think yesterday's episode little and often building this up so a great example that i a great advice that I got one of my clients Anish Patel he's very good at product knowledge very good and I asked him how do you stay up to date with your product knowledge and he said funny enough Ash I read the emails when those lenders send them about what's going on that's it little and often he said I just stay on top of it I just read the email look through okay cool if it's something that I'm not sure on I go and do a little bit more research spending 20 25 30 minutes an hour a day is not that much in the grand scheme of things You could be listening easily to, don't get me wrong, if you're somebody who wants to work, like you could literally use something like Speechify, chuck those in, go on a run or stick on a treadmill and get it to tell you and talk back to you the information that's on there. If you're somebody who wants to like Uber, Uber do this, and I do stuff like that, so, um, but you can do that. But prioritizing education and training, that is how you are going to do super, super well, okay? You've got to really focus on, um, focus on building up your education and building up your business in that way. And then the thing I want to talk about um, next is this idea for, for key skills is the other one that I want to talk about, which is challenged challenges and opportunities are really good. You've got to look at challenges as opportunities. So I think that this is a, a mindset thing that many mortgage advisors need to cultivate. And it's hard, by the way, I get that. But it's this idea of when challenges come up, when obstacles get in your way, you want to look at these as opportunities to learn something new. A great thing that I learned the hard way was that um, it's that extreme ownership, which was every time that I got a discovery call that came through my through on my on my books, that like now every time that I got a discovery call that's that's not right, doesn't fit my criteria, isn't a good fit, that's my fault. It's a challenge it's an obstacle, but it's my fault and it's an opportunity for me to learn what went wrong and what can I do now to correct that and there's this is the type of thing you have to look at all the time when when we have we see things so like we see things like economic downturns and we see things like that these things can be massive opportunities for the hungry and for the brave. It's that whole thing of where um, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful it's that. Challenges are not going to define your business, and you know where I notice this a lot is. I do speak to advisors, and and they'll often say it's really quiet right now. Ash, it's super quiet right now, and then I speak to some advisors, and they're like, it's not. It's busy. I'm busy, and and busy is a state of mind. Even though they're not busy with the business, some of the ones I'm speaking to are busy. They're actually busy doing things. Um, you know they are busy doing stuff to make it happen. You know, like I've got some advisors, they might not be busy with clients at that point, but their mindset is I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. I'm learning. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. There's an incredible opportunity. We had it with compliance. Compliance started to crack down on social media, as they should, by the way. But they started to really crack down on social media. And for me, with, with compliance, I actually started thinking, okay, originally challenges. Is this a problem? Is this going to be the end of my business? Da, da, da. I mean, obviously it's not. But I was like, at the time, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, naturally, no. This is a great thing. This is an opportunity. I'm going to now get more compliant content. Work closer with 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 the networks and more and more people who are doing the video content they're going to disappear because they don't understand how to navigate it they're not willing to rise to the challenge and meet that opportunity head on and that and, and so this could be incredibly profitable it's exactly the same thing with covid some of the best some some mortgage advisors got their best years ever through covid because they met that challenge of online digital and and actually that challenge of how do i see people face to face became something that was much bigger which was oh wait a minute we i can see like five appointments in a day instead of three because i'm just sat in my lounge on zoom big opportunity not a challenge you saw a challenge but not a negative And this is the type of thing when it comes to skills as a mortgage advisor, what type of skills you need to to focus on will really start to reframe the way you look at things because there is an incredible opportunity right now for all advisors out there. So good, so exciting. And I think that with the right type of advisor who focuses on those ki- those skills, they'll do well. So for my episode Takeaway, that is literally what I want to say. If you, are the, if you are an advisor and you're in the right type of space, I would highly recommend the, the things that you do. The first one is that you understand your industry. Learn your history. It's important. If we are going, look at 2008. If you're a new advisor, you're coming to the space, look at 2008. Do your research on the previous crashes. Do your research on what's going to understand the industry and what it means, who the key players are, everything. Because if you do not understand the industry I think it's neg- is it neglig- negligence I think that's the word it is you are you are it's disrespectful and I I meet advisors who are not always young but they' be, who they're coming in and they don't really know and and it's like you need to know that because you need to know the history of the industry and understand how it works from there focus on these on the, on the three key skills which is very much Product knowledge, marketing, and sales. Those three things. Get us just obsessed with them. Consume every day. Work at it like you're working out. Three-day split. Work on product knowledge on one day. Marketing the next day. Sales the next day. You can do it three days, four days, whatever, five days. Do it like that. Put it into your daily routine. And then from there, just focus down on looking at education and training. Prioritize that. And also, don't be fearful of opportunities. If you are that type of advisor that ticks every one of those boxes, you are going to smash this. Like you'll just blow right through it. Like I, I really do mean that. You'll absolutely destroy your, your goals of, of any as financial advice because the vast, vast, vast majority, I reckon less than 1% of people do all those things. Do them consistently. Like insane. So if you do that, you'll crush it. Anyway, that's me guys. That's today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.